Hello, everyone, and welcome to the third recording, third episode of The Waken Podcast. I got to make sure to say The Waken Podcast. The Waken Podcast. Because I've been saying Waken Podcast. Yeah. Gotta it just doesn't sound the same. The, the makes the, a difference. The, the makes a difference. <laughs> um, so welcome, everyone, to The Waken Podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, David. I'm joined by my gorgeous wife. Cassidy. So... We are right now recording our third episode, and it's a it's a bit of a treat because everyone wants to have a bit of a peaceful home. Yeah. Right? They want to feel like when you come from work or when you come from the outside world, you want to return to something that's kind of a sanctuary. Yeah. Your peaceful place to recharge and reju- rejuvenate yourself. Yeah, and I think that's what the home should be. Yeah. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. Um, before we do that, before we jump into this the topic, at, topic hand. at hand, we want to remind everyone we have two episodes out now. Mm-hmm. Both Exciting on, stuff? Both on the same topic, kind of. Yeah. Um, the first one is a review of the documentary A Plastic Ocean, which you can find on Netflix. Yeah. And the second part two of that, second episode of part two, part two of that is tips that you can do in your everyday life to minimize your your waste, yeah. your plastic usage. Yes. Practical ways that you can implement in your personal life. Yes. I'm going to adjust my yeah, headset. Yeah, your headset looks like it's falling off. It was falling off. I was just trying to avoid <laughs> like it sitting on the top of my head. I couldn't stop weird. looking at it because I could see your ears, and I'm like, and I'm, this isn't I was all like well. stiff neck, trying to keep it from like um, falling off. Falling off. Okay, so let's just jump right in. Um, what do you think is an essential part in having a peaceful home? Yeah. Well, I like this topic because, like, that's you know that I'm Th- all this about is like this. Your forte. This is what I love. It's creating a peaceful space. That feels inspiring and also you can find rest in and it's not all chaotic. And honestly, a lot of people think that I am naturally very minimalistic, but I'm not. And you know, I'm more naturally, I'm a maximalist. I tend to surround myself in chaos, but implementing some of the things we're going to share has really helped us to um, just kind of go down to not just the essentials, but like things that make our life feel good and our space feel good. Keeping it more minimal. Yeah. And that's what I was going to say is that you don't have to be a minimalist to have a space that you love and you feel peaceful in. Yeah. But you want to have, you know, it's been said in a documentary. I can't remember. I think it was the minimalism documentary, but somebody they were interviewing said, you know, having too much isn't going to make you happy and having too little isn't going to make you happy, but having enough for your circumstances and for what you need, that's where your sweet spot is. So I feel like that's what we work really hard to do. Um, so just owning less. And when you own less, it's also less that you have to worry about cleaning, you know? Yeah. It's easier to clean too. Right. It takes less time. Kind of reminds me like before we got married. Mm-hmm. In our first apartment, I I was living there for a few months before, and I had like absolutely nothing. Bare essentials. There was Bash a bed, a, pad. a couch, a TV, 
I'm surprised you didn't have a cinder block nightstand. Almost, almost. Close. I think I had. Might have had a crate. I had a box. I had like a moving box. Yeah. I think. But it was it was easy to clean though. Very. Oh yeah. Because <laughs> it was like I just take a mop and clean it all up. So it was a lot easier to clean. So on that note that you were talking about, the less stuff you have and the less floor space you take, it just makes it easier to get things done. I think. Yeah. Well. You're not worrying about, I got to clean this, I got to clean this. If somebody comes over, I'm going to freak out. There was, And I would never bash my toes on anything because there was oh, like Oh, yeah. There was nothing. There. It was like a sociopath lived there. Well, I mean, we don't need to go into all that. <laughs> but um, it but was yeah, just so very minimal. I know you have a few tips you wanted to get started with. So go ahead. Yeah. Jump well, on in. you know, too, we were actually talking about this yesterday. I love a white space. I love white and light, bright colors. I don't like, I'm not really into the grayscale. I like really warm colors. I like grayscale. Yeah. But I also like colors that pop, though. But we don't really have colors that pop either. No. They're just little accent colors. Like, I do like rust and mustard little pops of pink but really most of our color comes from our plants mm -hmm. but you what would you do diff differently in our space like if you got you guys might be able to see on our instagram some things how our space looks but it's pretty much white a lot of jute which is like a warm beige some rust and mustard i, I think i like distressed wood like i would love a, like wall like uh one of those what do you call those when you build like a not build, but it's like the back. Like a reclaimed wood wall, wall. behind the bed. Yeah. That would be super cool, I think. Like your brother has. Yeah. But I don't know if I want to do all of that. Yeah. See, I feel like if I did a wood wall, it'd be like shiplap, which is, it's basically wood going horizontally, but it's white. She had to explain that because my face was like, what, <laughs> what like, is that? It went blank. <laughs> um, But yeah, that would be, I mean, but, I like, I like, um. You say it all the time. Is what are those? Um, is it not monotone colors, but monochromatic? Mon well, you just you like grayscale more, and I like yeah. warmer scale, warmer colors. But the point of like, do you feel even though it's not your ideal color palette, do you feel at peace in this? I just space? feel like there's a lot less to like focus your eye on. Yeah. When you're trying to go to sleep, or when you're trying to totally unwind and relax. There's definitely a lot less to keep you focusing on. Yeah, so you, it's easier to fall asleep, I think. Yeah, we intentionally, especially in our bedroom, the only thing on the walls is like my hats and then the mirror. Which There's the way mine else. my mind works, I can stare at the hats and, and well, I can I can go off of that for about 20, 30 minutes. Really? Do you? No, nah. <laughs> but I can. You think about my hats all night? Well, they're, they're, it's a pretty cool placement, the way you did it. Oh, I thought you meant like it, it gives you anxiety. No, no, no. Because that's all. why I didn't want that much on the walls is because it's so much. What, like, I feel what like... gives me more anxiety, to be honest with you, is when I look right across from me and there's a big mirror. <laughs> <laughs> so that gives me a lot of anxiety. But I got used well, to it. There's not really another placement. The, uh, the only other place we could put it is right next to you on the bed, which, which I feel would, like be, would even be even worse. As soon as I so... turn and roll over to my, to my left shoulder. It's the lesser of two evils. Yeah. yeah. But no, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. But I feel like calming colors. That's the, yeah. you know, it just calming colors, being really intentional. Intentional. Oh, my gosh. Intentional. intentional. 
and deliberate about what you put on the walls, how you style the furniture, just to add less chaos and less things for your mind to focus on so that you can be calm. Because I am typically a very anxious person. And if I have too much to like, I can't even work in a space that's too chaotic because then I can't focus. So having calm colors, keeping things clean. clean. You know, on that point, I do sleep a lot better. I would get, I would average probably three to four hours of sleep a night. You're a horrible sleeper. And it does just help you fall asleep a lot faster. Yeah. Without having so much to look at and stuff, it does. Because you used, you like right before we got married, before you moved into the apartment, you, there was like, I actually, you let me choose the colors. I don't know why I picked these, but it was like orange and brown in your walls. Oh, yeah, it was horrible. And you had like pictures and everything was really dark and you had dark bedding and a dark bed frame. And then on the, on one side of the wall, this was actually way before that, but my cousin and I, we, we shared a room and (laughs) we had all our clothes on that one side. He He like like slept in a cave. But he was like, this is like my little cave. I like it. And it was like, Wasn't but it? it was just so like jam packed in that room. And now there's yeah. more space in it. And just like, it's, it's just such a better setup. Yeah. yeah. And so, and then it's just, it's just a lot better. Also, I was thinking what you just said about sleeping is that we, again, deliberately chose plants to go in the bedroom that help promote sleep. Yes. So and we can plants. go into that. Plants. I will love to go into that because plants, actually plants, I love plants, having plants, plants, plants in the plants, house. Plants. Uh, let's see here. I brought up some. He likes to do his research. Yeah. So plants help improve air quality. And that's important because mm-hmm. the better you breathe, the I, you know, the more relaxed you are, the, the yeah. better your health is. I mean, we're breathing it in. It goes into our brain. So it helps in reducing carbon dioxide levels. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. That's a good one. Toxins in the air. Increasing humidity, which I think also helps with helping you breathe. Really? That's what it says. I didn't realize that increased humidity in the oh, air. Oh, yeah. That's a new one that's, because we're always running the dehumidifier. Yeah, we're always running the dehumidifier. So that's depending whether you want more humidity or not. That's um, Some places are very dry, so that would be really helpful. Yeah. It says reducing levels of certain... Pollutants such as benzene and nitrogen dioxide. So yeah. I couldn't see that. Getting the pollutants me. out. Because actually a lot of what I've read recently is that a lot of, um, there, you know, you think just the pollutants are outside in the world and you come in and you're indoors and it's all closed and so you're fine. But there is a lot of indoor pollutants. So having greenery and also opening windows every day for like, even if it's just 10 minutes, I know the winter time it's hard because it's freezing, but just having air, fresh air circulate and break up the stagnant air in here actually really helps improve your air quality as well. It helps reduce air, airborne, airborne dust levels, mm. which if you suffer from allergies, I guess that's... Like you. Not... I would say more. I don't know what your allergies are. I don't know what my allergies are either. You couldn't get allergies in every I know I'm allergic to cats. Except being outside. (laughs) That's about, like, I know for sure I'm allergic to cats. Even though cats are pretty cool, but I'm allergic to them. I know, as an animal lover, I'm so. When they were explaining that, though, when we went to go look at um, 
uh, bunnies, rabbits. Mm-hmm. They were explaining that is not necessarily the fur. It's Isn't it the their saliva? Like saliva. Yeah. yeah, so that's pretty interesting. That's another topic. So get a cat without saliva. Yeah. <laughs> and you'll be fine. Keeping air temperatures down. It's mm. pretty interesting. So it can have like a cooling almost effect? I guess, yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. It's interesting. And if you need a little more convincing to have a ton of plants in your house, it says it's, it helps deter illness. Mm. Boost healing and helps you work better wow that i wonder if that's why i like to go in the kitchen to work i don't even like working in the office yeah our office there's no plants in here i think we need to put a ton of plants i used to have a ficus in here but it wasn't doing too well where it's the office is kind of weird because the sun's on the opposite side and there's we also don't want any plants where the merchandise is yeah so we're trying to keep this as clean as possible maybe that would help too keep it depends the air clean yeah a little benefit for the blankets they like deserve clean you, air. Send you clean, detoxed blankets. Yeah. <laughs> we should add that to the web, to the website. So those are some interesting benefits that plants give. And if you don't care about the benefits, they're just really, really pretty. <laughs> What's some, one of my favorites is the... I keep wanting to say Fiddler on the Roof, but it's not. Fiddle Leaf Fig Fiddle Tree. Leaf Fig Tree. Yeah, we just got a big one from Costco, yeah, but I'm which not... Was a, Really good deal. Yeah, it was like forty bucks, thirty bucks, thirty-five dollars. But usually, anything that size—that's a really tall one. It will always be over a hundred dollars at any nursery I've been to. But that one's not. What's the ones that I have right by my bed that help me sleep? Or it says that the benefits is to help you have snake plants and spider plants and aloe vera and aloe vera plant. And I just have a snake plant because those three. I don't like my space to be cluttered. Really do help me sleep. Yeah, it could be a placebo effect on, on my, you know, but know. it does help me sleep, and they're they're kind of cool having them right next to the bed. Well, when I take them out of the room to go to get more sunlight, I feel like the room looks totally bare. Like yeah. it just changes. It's weird. Well, that little green just, pop just makes everything a lot better. Yeah, I really like rubber um, rubber trees. Oh yeah, those are pretty cool. Yeah, and ZZ plants, and I love pothos plants. And if you're ever just... sorry, if you're ever in Portola Valley. There's a nursery, I think it's Ladera Nursery and Gifts, I think. Shout out to Ladera. Yeah, well, they actually have really cool. I know, you go there a lot. And I grab a couple there. It's funny because he'll, like, whenever you're in Portola, he'll text me and be like, and do you want a plant? And I'll send him my list. And then you'll, but you always bring two. They're kind of pricey over there, though. But I just have always been curious on why you always get. If I say, like, one plant, you get two of the same ones. Do you feel like they should come in pairs? I feel like there should always be a pair. I, just I don't know. It just really looks kind of weird, just one. I just feel like it needs a pair. Because I'll have, like, one pot ready, and I'm like, oh, cool. I'm going to get a plant. And then it's, like, two, and I'm like, and crap, I don't have two pots. Yeah, I just I just feel like plants should always have, like, a like a partner. A, like a, a duo. A, yeah. A partner in crime. It just looks weird. Like you just it just feels wrong for you to buy yeah, one yeah just to plant, plant one yeah i do that with all my I like, mean, fruits I appreciate and vegetables it. cool. uh, you really do you get like two what like two i just don't get trees. Two, well yeah i try to not do the trees so much cuz they get they get big they, yeah but but like, you well i mean i guess if you're doing like cucumbers or not cucumbers celery you know ones that have a root and it's like that's the whole yeah, plant yeah you need more than one yeah but i do like everything in twos 
Yeah. And when it turns to spring, we'll talk more about urban farming because you love, I love that, that topic. I love urban farming. That's our little deal is I deal with the plants inside and he deals with the plants outside. I just love seeing how much produce you can get out of 100 square feet. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. I know. Last summer we were actually able to eat a lot of our own stuff, which yeah, was really was. cool. And, and the, even had enough to share with like neighbors and family and And then the squirrels came around. The squirrels. We got to get I caught one red-handed. And it was like... He, oh, yeah. You'd always see... And, I, like, our dog wouldn't even... Like, he, once he ran after one. Yeah, one. <laughs> and then I think he realized he was never going to catch like, him. So I don't he was care. Like, I'm not benefiting from these vegetables. Um, what else? Oh, I also was thinking for creating a calm space. And it kind of goes with calming colors. But also, you know, even though we have a lot of neutral colors... In our home, our color palette's pretty neutral. I feel like we still have variety because we have a lot of texture. And I think that's a secret that if you're working with some neutral palettes, something to kind of bring more to the space and not feel so bland is adding texture. So like our rugs have a lot of texture. We've got that faux lambskin. We've got, um, you know, like wall hangings that are, you know, chunky knit and um, things like that. Yes, yeah, it does help. Yeah, it's true. That faux lambskin, though, it's pretty. I like to say fake lambskin. Faux. Just sounds weird. Faux. <laughs> faux. So faux. So faux. Also, something that I think this is more like a tip for if you like, no matter what your space is, to kind of keep it tidier. Um, I don't know if it was from the book Atomic Habits, but he talked about this guy who would always, like, he'd call it resetting the room. So say you're, like, on the couch watching a movie. You're done. You used a blanket. You had a cup of water on the table. Oh, which I'm horrible at doing. Oh, my God. That's I never so... reset the room. I'm trying. But trying. I'm, you're yeah. trying. Okay. I but... always just leave, like, if I'm in a, if I use the blanket, I always leave that mm-hmm. out. And the pillows. But I try to take my cups back. You're getting better at the cups. Well, you're getting better at, like, throwing away your, like, LaCroix or whatever you drink. Yeah. I haven't had one of those in a while. Yeah. But, like, the concept of resetting the room is that if you're done with a task, like, you're not just going up to go to the bathroom. You're actually done watching TV, whatever you were doing. Reset the room to the next. So the next time you walk in it, it's the way it should be. It's not like you have to deal with yesterday's decisions and laziness you know like the next morning being like i gotta fix the pillows i gotta put the blanket back gotta wash the dish if we you just take like a couple extra minutes or seconds even to just reset it then you know you're on your way and coming back into the room you can be more inspired and calm because you're not having to deal with past laziness you're just ready to go forward Mm -hmm. that makes sense so that's a good tip i try to implement your past you is doing something for the future you. It's true. And I and that's, future you will think past you. That's every time I plan my mornings the night before cuz like that's the I feel like that's like 50% of having a successful morning is proper planning the night before. Which we're we're actually going to have a topic on we're that. We're going to do an episode on that, but I always like in the morning when I'm rushing or something, I'm like, "Oh, thank you. Thank you past Cassidy. <laughs> like I love you for doing this because it just makes life so much easier. Yeah, it does. Yeah. So Do what you else have... you got on that list? Well, I was just, you know, saying that also 
going back to air quality. Actually, before you jump back into air quality, okay, let's talk about <laughs> the the method of like I asked you a bunch of questions on that because I thought it was pretty cool. Um, How I fold laundry? Yeah, Are you that's serious? pretty cool? Because when I do it, <laughs> I'm horrible at it. He was asking me like a full on interview yesterday. Well, when I do it, it was sweet though. It's like really, it's horrible. Yeah. And then when you do it, it's like super neat and cool. I do the file folding method. Yeah. Or if and you're I do the roll everything up and put it. No, I try to fold. Shove it in the drawers no, and I, I don't try. look at it again. I try. I do. <laughs> I'm not like the best at folding everything up, but I do a decent job. I have noticed that when we go on vacation and like clothes you haven't worn, you try to fold and you've been trying to do it the way I fold them, which I think is very yeah, I try to props. I try to do when it's my turn to do laundry and I fold up the clothes. I do all right. Yeah. It's not as as neat and just uh, um as pretty as the way you do it, but well like your like sock and underwear drawer is limited. It's a very it's like a basket. Mm-hmm. So it's like I have to I want to make sure I can get I'm the, as much like, in there. Ultimate minimalist. You really are the OG minimalist to... in this relationship. When it comes I will to give like, you that. Yeah. With clothes and everything. Yeah. Like literally you have a clothing rail, one drawer for t shirts and shorts, and then one little tiny basket yeah. for your underwear and socks. I'm also not the most fashionable guy there is, but We've worked on that a little bit though. The the minimalist I uh You have a uniform, which is good because yeah. then you don't have to make a ton of decisions on other things that don't matter and you can save it for important things. I just got an extra pair of shoes. Now you have your I'm up, up to, to like a, three you're or up four. To four pairs of shoes, like two minus, running shoes, minus like a couple pairs of flip flops. Yeah, that but two you, running shoes, um, a pair of dressing shoes, and like and some um, boots. No, they're yeah, they're like chuckas. Yeah, they're like a boot kind of. Well, yeah, so so that's pretty I cool. Do, I, I I do think the way you when you when you do the um. When you fold up laundry, I think that's super cool the way you do it. Because it does make everything just neat and organized. And I will say that it does make it choosing something a lot easier. Yeah, because the way you file fold, or if you guys aren't familiar with that term, the KonMari method is probably a lot more popularized now. But who invented that? Not KonMari. No, she didn't. She just popular. She made it more popular. But I want to give credit to who invented it. Okay, he's going to... I'm going to research he's it He's going right to go now. look it up. Mr. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, anyways, but what... That also can add to the feeling of your space because you've got a system where everything belongs and also having a home for everything. And that's part of it, having, you know, everything in its place and a place for everything. And honestly, file folding, I don't know if if it takes up less volume, but somehow it just makes everything fit a lot better. And when I feel like I joke about this, when I feel like life is like chaotic and I don't have control over what's going on. I will honestly go and look in our drawers and see how perfectly folded they are. And I'll be like, you know what? In some ways, I do have my life together. So that was a little bit of a tangent. but I don't know who does Marie's marketing, but oh, she's, she's like everywhere. all over the place. So yeah. I can't really find um, who originally. I mean, I've seen other people do it before even like her book. But her out. marketing team is... Amazing because like, I I, I tried to level. yeah so yeah well congrats anyways. to Kamari. 
Connery made it popular. Anyways, but so that's a pretty cool way to I think fold clothes. And one thing that I've been trying to do too, uh, talking about reset the room, is when I put my suit on, or if I we we went out for a night and I you know I try to put my clothes away right after using it. I, I I'm Which trying. Which you're a I, lot doing, better about yeah. now because I, we your clothing rack used to be here in the office and now it's in the bedroom. So it's like when it you're just getting keeps dressed, everything cleaner and nicer. Yeah. And I think. There's something to that about resetting the resetting the room. Yeah, so you can move on with your life and not have to keep dealing with something that had already happened and it's over with. So recapping, having plants in the house is... A lot of benefits. Um, also, keeping things clutter-free to the extent that you can. Owning less just adds less chaos to your life, makes it easier to clean, keep things clean. Keep that floor space. And counter space, too. And counter space. That's right. Um, Calming colors. Calming colors. Good textures. Good textures. Oh, what I was going to add was oil diffusing. The Conmarie folding method. Yeah, that helps. Resetting the room. um, Diffuser? Yes. Tell me more about that. The air quality that I was going to say, and I was interrupted earlier. Speak on that. Oil diffusing. That also contributes towards your air quality, and it helps, depending on the oils you're using, it can purify the air. So I don't know which diffuser we had, but like it would wet everything, and I hated that. But that's not the one I have now. That was like, I don't know, I bought it at Whole Foods a while ago. Yeah, that was like the worst one. We already live in a pretty moist house. But it was just like, I'd old. wake up, and, and it was like wet and i hate well, it was right next to your face but it did help me it helped me it helped me sleep though. whatever oils yeah. you would put in there yeah like lavender eucalyptus i like more citrusy smell mm, yeah okay i remember putting a ton and you would always be like just two drops and i'd put I, half well the bottle. 10 drops and you'd like drop the whole bottle in yeah. there it was like it would burn the nostrils. more the merrier but no so i i do think diffuse or not diffuse but diffusers mm-hmm. right I think those are pretty cool to have in the yeah. house. It just also adds a little to the... Yes, because... You can smell something nice in the air. Yeah, and it's cleaning your air. And you're not getting the toxins from, like, most candles and air fresheners and, like, those Glade plugins. Oh, my gosh, your mom has one, and it drives me crazy when I go in her house. Oh, You know, like, the, they emit those timed fragrance. She likes that kind of stuff. I know, but I'm thing. so not used to... It is a pretty strong, fragrances. like it does, it's, it actually, I feel like it gives you like allergies almost. It gives me a migraine. Yeah, when I go to her house, it's just kind of, I smell it now, now that you're talking about it, I, re- yeah. I remember it. Because we haven't had a lot of chemicals in this house, and, and pe- people make fun of me all the time, but if I get in a car or something's really fragrant, I get a headache, and people are like, oh my god, you're so dramatic. And I'm like, no, when you have gone without, you've taken all you're that out, sensitive your to. senses become so much more... Sensitive sense. towards that, it makes and sense. it's scientifically proven. I'm not just a drama queen. Okay? Scientifically proven. You There's hear that, everyone? <laughs> scientifically proven. So get Look off it of up. her. Get off her back. <laughs> scientifically proven. But uh, you say you feel it too, right? No. Or now you that you mention it, I notice bit. it. Yeah. I, I'm not. I mean, I like I can't stand walking through a um, department store like um, fragrance section. Yeah, I can't. I yeah. I, I want to avoid that. Like the plague. Yeah. I know. Um, I just went to Macy's the other day, and I was running through that section so I could so, get out. So I get it. Yeah, I definitely. Um, we try to keep our house chemical free as much as possible as well, too. But, yeah. but yeah. So if anything, 
if you took anything from this podcast. Or if you have anything to add. No, but to if make... you took anything oh. from this podcast, get some plants. <laughs> oh, if Just you buy t- a crap load of plants. One thing away, get a plant. Crap load of plants. They say that's that millennials are filling their feeling or filling the voids in their life with plants. They're cool. That They're could be awesome. a whole podcast in itself. I was um little side story. Um I had read somewhere that talking to your plants or like telling them they're beautiful helps them grow like there was a study that they did it was like two different plants and one side they had kids tell them you know all these like really nice things you're beautiful you're you're green and then the other one they were being really negative just really negative and you can see the difference after a few few weeks and so I tried to tell my plants. Somebody there. the other day was say- talking about that and why that happens is because it's how the water in the plant reacts to your voice and the vibrations. Something about that. I don't know. But we need to talk better to our air plant because it's dying. And that was. I don't work with the air plants. I work with the air ones. <laughs> and I tell all the time. When I'm sitting, the- when I'm finally relaxing at the end of the day, I'm like, you're so beautiful. He's like, look at you. You're green and amazing. You give me fresh air. Oh, I love you, plant. I appreciate you and value you. And so that one's actually doing really well. Yeah. I think I need why, don't to talk you, to why don't you do that to the ficus that's dying? There's so much minutes in the day that I have. <laughs> It's like our. I'm gonna look like a crazy person walking around to each plant. We have like, like 40 plants. The, in the closest house. thing that we can get to understanding what it's like to have like 14 kids. Yeah, like you can't get to all of them. I can't get There's to gonna all be ones them. that fall through the cracks. Yeah. So <laughs> I'll do what I can. Yeah, but yeah, it does. So it's plants. true though. It does do something to them. I mean, it is a living thing. So yeah, but we hope. I'm sorry. I'm smacking. You're the table. adding. A if lot you of hear noise. that. I'm so sorry, but I hope you guys, we hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Yeah. Leave us in the comments of our latest Instagram post or here or the blog post, wherever it's convenient for you, ways that you make your space feel peaceful and serene in your sanctuary. And if we miss something, let us know. Let us know in the comments, like like Cassidy just said, ways that you make your home feel like a sanctuary, but also like really fact-proven tips that do help with making your home feel bad <laughs> feel, feel good feel like a good place because you <laughs> know some of the sure. stuff is preference yeah oh yeah well not everybody's gonna want like white everywhere like yeah I do. some of the stuff is pre- preference but some of the stuff is actually scientifically yeah. proven so if try you it. miss something let us know in the comments we'll also, try it we'll yeah. give it a try we'll be the test dummies we'll give it a try and if it works we'll jump back on this podcast and we'll say that it either worked or it didn't. Yeah, just don't suggest Glad pl- Glade plugins because I will we're not, not gonna try do that. that. <laughs> but um, so keep uh, keep an eye out for this podcast. We should be releasing it today. Is Wednesday? I know you don't like me doing this. Giving so you my guys. people are gonna listen to this like months in advance. Okay, well that's that's okay. okay. That's all right. If you listen Fine. to this three years later, just remember today we is, did it on a Wednesday. Today is March. The nineteenth, I believe. Oh, Wednesday, March twentieth. I'm I'm in the past. Past David. March twentieth, and we're going to be releasing this podcast. The 21st. March twenty first. Also, quick note of twenty nineteen. If you're hearing, if you're hearing this <laughs> if in twenty twenty three or twenty twenty four, we released it 
March 21st, 2019. Yes. And also, quick note, this, if you haven't noticed, we are sponsor-free for this podcast. If you'd like to support us at all, just head to our website in the description or the show notes, whatever it's called. I'll say it right here, too. It's wakenedapparel.org. Yes. No A at the beginning. (laughs) Not awakened, but wakened. Wakened. We made that mistake when we first (laughs) made the company. Yeah. Well, that's another Anyways, story for that, a different day. We'll do day. a podcast. We'll do but, a whole um, episode about our. Yeah, go go give us some support by going to wakenapparel.org and purchasing a fair trade blanket or a eco friendly shirt. Yeah. So we thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you in the next one.